of the month, September, the year 2015. My mission, to bring Eric back home. The visions I've been having have been telling me to go to India, as these are where they have been telling me he's been hiding. My quest begins, and now it'll end here, as all things end in darkness. Ah, India, the land of milk and honey, as they say in the Bible. Oh, here's a street merchant. Excuse me, sir, sir, sir. Hey. Sir, do you, do you know Eric? No fish. Fish, fish. No, no fish. Donde esta Eric? No, 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 fish, fish. No, no. Er, Eric, he's bald. No, 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 no. Okay, he didn't know. I'll have to move on to the next street merchant. Excuse me, sir, Oof. sir. Sir, do you, do you know Eric? Eric, bald, very bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cave. Donde Eric? Eric Donde Cave. Cave. And then I went to the magic cave. Wow. This cave is so dark and mysterious. I wonder what mysteries await me inside the cave. <laughs> Eric? <laughs> Eric, is that you? Oh my god. It's Eric! I found Eric. Eric, you're wearing rags! You have a full grown beard! You've only been gone like 12 hours! Eric, can you speak English? Doesn't even sound like a language on Earth. How did you pick that up? Eric, please, talk to me. I need to hear you. Speak. That's it. I guess talking about Turtle is truly dead. You know what? Talk to the hand. Welcome back. English tastes bad on my tongue. You know what tastes bad on my tongue? Cowardice. And that's what you are, Eric. You are a coward. You don't know nothing about it. You ran when the going got tough. You know why I did. I know what you did. And you let the people down. You let our fans down. You let me down. I couldn't do it. You could. We could have taken over their podcast and taken back talking about Turtle. I chose to work from the inside. That was my whole angle. It wasn't cowardice that made me stay there. It wasn't because I wanted to make money. I had to get in. How long have we been doing this? I mean... God, it's been like two months we've been working at this, and, you know, one thing after another. First, Sammy and Sarah railroad us, and then, then we get taken from behind by Devilberg and Milk Nerd. And now we get dissolved entirely. I can't do it anymore. I'm going to dissolve back into it. I've come to India, and I'm living a life of quiet now. You listen to me, goddammit. You shut your goddamn mouth. Goddammit. Do you know what we came here to do? We came here to talk turtle. We came here to talk to the audience of America. And goddamn it, America likes big ass explosions and they like big ass turtles. And that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give them a force to be fucking reckoned with. They want a war? I'll give them a goddamn war. Are you with me, Eric? Sounds really good. But my heart just isn't into it anymore. Listen, do you feel that? I'm sorry. Let's fuel my veins. They're pumping full of American blood, ready to take out those trash that took our show. I don't want you to be alarmed, but two of my followers are going to carry you out of here now. What? No. Boys, no. Wait, wait. Sorry, ah. Andrew. Ah. It had to go down. Ah, ah they're going to So I went back home victorious.
Welcome to the Wing It. I'm your host, Arab. I got my two best friends here. I got Pieces on my left. Pieces, what's hey. up? What's up? What's up? Space. <laughs> you telling it how it is, Pieces. And on my right, uh, he's going through a name change right now. I got F Dog. F Dog, how's it going? Hey, how's everybody doing? I am F Dog because I will not F with your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Oh, second time. F Dog. <laughs> What have you boys been up to in the weekend? That was a long time ago. That was a while back. We know better now. Those were the days. Those were the days. Hey! Look hey! The, but how's everybody here. doing today? What are we talking about? Uh, what's, what's going on in the weekend, boys? Oh, you know what I was doing this weekend? I was watching Wing Commander. Hey! Hey! What's that noise? Who's this? Who's walking to the studio? What's going on over here? Uh, Close set. Uh, yeah. Oh. Who's it? It's an old friend. Hey, look who it is! E- Eric? Is, is that you? It's me. Eric, you're back. I'm back. Oh my god. Wait, you visited me in India and you said a lot of things and I've been thinking. And, uh... <clears throat> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking I want to come back and, and do this. You coming to if, do winging it? If, if B. Sizzle and Phygon will have me, that is. His name is F Dog now. F F. Oh, it's been a while. I've been away. Um, F Dog and B Sizzle. What do you say, guys? I'm ready to. I'm ready to talk about Wing Commander. Well, that's great news because we're always ready to talk about Wing Commander. Hey there, F Dog. B Sizzle, I I have to admit to being a little bit moved by all this. I. I I think I think it's a good idea. I think it's a wonderful idea. You know, I, I said a lot of things before I left about 9-11 and, you know, about you guys. And I was just so wrapped up with emotion, I, I, didn't mean, uh, I didn't mean most of it. That's great to hear. I'm glad to have you back. Most radio shows work best with four people. It really gets Agreed. the room going. So to officially bury the hatchet, I think, uh, I don't know, what do you say to a toast before we, uh, for all time's sake, before we, get, before we get the band back together again? What do you say, boys? <laughs> That sounds great. Let's, let's, let's have a toast, all of us. All right, here we go. I got this wine right here. Mmm. All right, here are the glasses. Let's pass the glasses around. All right. Andrew, you got one? I got it right here in my hands. Oh, all right. Not bad. All right, ready to go. Ready to go. Ready all right, go. so um, I'd like to say uh, I'm sorry for walking out like that, and uh, I'd like to give a toast to our future endeavors uh, as, as, as winging it. To the All troops. Right. To the troops. 9-11. The Wing Commander. The Wing Commander. Mm-mm-mm. What is that, a 39? Mm. That's a 27. Goes down mm. smooth. That was refreshing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sound a little rough. Mm. Feeling a little, uh, a little warm in here. How's it going, F-Dog? You look a bit uh, red. Ugh, not feeling that. <laughs> a little tight in the throat. Uh, anybody else uh, uh, notice the room's getting a little uh, dizzy? Anybody else feeling not, not, so, not so hot? In the, Get him some air. Clear around him, please. Gurgle for that air, baby. Gurgle for that air. He's getting. He's good. He's going good. Okay, now it's back. Guys, guys, I think there's something wrong with F Dog. No, yeah. he's he's going for like a spasm or something. I think he's. Is that foam? Is it bloody? It's like pink foam coming out. No. Eric, it's reminds me of your ex-wife. <laughs> Uh. Is his bowels evacuating? That it. F dog. F dog. There. Buddy. Uh oh. His eyes bulged out of his sockets. I've seen this before. Hang on, hang on. What? What's this? What's this fluid that came out of his mouth? Hold on. Let me. Let me. Yep, it's blood. Oh, I could tell you that. Let me get get a taste of this. 
It's blood, right? Oh my god. He's been poisoned. Uh, Who would do such a thing? Uh, <laughs> uh, Who would poison F Dog? He was an angel. Definitely curious. It's definitely strange. Who would know. have the most to gain to killing F Dog and destroying the Wingian I mean, at podcasts? Thus, bringing talking about turtle to the front. High five, Eric. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't want to pr- celebrate over his death, but I mean, I'm not celebrate. You guys all heard me. I came back. I apologized. I, uh, yeah. you know, not to really point fingers yeah. while his body's still warm, but uh, I, you know, we kind of. Um, I, we buried the hatchet on air, so I'm, I'm in the clear on this. Uh, I, I, I think F Dog's really dead. Eh. Um, but we'll work I, it out. I, I have to go. I, I should, I should go tell like the police or my ex-wife about this. Um, got, got, you guys will talk about Wing Commander while I'm gone, right? Yeah, sure. All right, cool, cool, cool. I, I, I'll, I'll be back. Soon. Close the door. Bye. All right, let's talk about Turtle. Talking about turtle, you know, about shot from trash lot. This is season three. Season three oh one, Aquamom. We're back. Uh, Andrew, Andrew, you all right? What's what's wrong? Uh, what did you put in the drink again? <sighs> Nothing. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. You, you drank? You actually drank all that? Yeah, it was delicious. I feel so tired. I don't know. I didn't expect you. To, I told. I was like tapping you on the shoulder. I told you not to drink at I'm flying! I'm flying! Whoa, what is this? Is that Sammy backstabbing us and taking our show over? No, no, Sammy. No good. Woohoo! I'm flying. Oh, hang on. Is that Danny burning? Alive? For all eternity? For being Danny? Amazing! I love this place. Oh, and there's us overtaking Sammy's show and taking her spots. <laughs> And then there's Dick Dilberg signing us over to Milk Nerd, baby. Woohoo! Uh oh. And then there's Wing Commander. That's no good. And then there's Fidog dying. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, hang on. Is that a white light? Jimmy Baby Boy Genius. He's guiding me to the light. Let me follow you. Jimmy Baby Boy Genius is showing me to the light. He's gonna show me a brain blast. Andrew, this is Eric. Don't go to the white light. Brain blast! Oh, no. Andrew, don't go to the white light. Huh? What? Oh, oh my god. Why am well, I clothes so sweaty? You, uh, you went to the dark side for a little while. You uh, drank a little too much poison. I mean, whatever we toasted with earlier. Oh, oh that's Merlot. Go straight to my head. Are you feeling all right now? Uh, I'm feeling much better. More awake. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you look it. You look it. Um, you still good to record? Yeah, my left arm is not working, but I'm, I'm good. Yeah, who, who needs the left arm? You got the right one, though, right? Yeah, that's the most important one if you know what I'm talking about. It's the most important one. Downtown surprises. Downtown scissors, you know, they make those lefty scissors with the weird rubber grips on them. Who needs those, right? Throw them in the trash where they belong. Throw <laughs> them the garbage. So you're good to record, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do Season it. Season uh, 3, one You don't think there will be a problem, uh, you know, because we should be doing winging it, but we're here to talk about Entourage. Right? Oh, now that you bring it out, it's a good point because we are technically under a legal contract with him. That's legally binding, and if we don't follow it, I'm pretty sure they can uh, sue us. I mean, yeah, you're maybe right, but I mean, look, Figon's body is decaying right next to us over here, <sighs> and B Sizzle, he he took off. He's going to find the cops or a, a, a coroner or something, and it's just you and I here. So Devilberg hired us. Uh, I'm here I too. Will, what's up? Uh, I'm here too, guys. In case you forgot. Oh, and Will, right, but you're the silent, you, you know, you're flying the wall. Um, I feel like I'm a witness to something, though. I'm not sure what yet. You're not a witness to anything. We had a, we had a toast, 
and one of us didn't make it. Andrew's clearly fine. I'm clearly fine. B Sizzle's clearly fine. I don't know what happened. He probably had his other things going on. He didn't look like a very healthy guy. He was he was dipped doing skull the whole fucking time. Who knows what what he has going on? Um, all right, I'm but, turning my mic off now. Eh. All right, go go back in the corner. Go go to sleep. But we uh you know Devilbird hired us to talk about Honorage. If we had the whole winging it crew here to talk about it, then I could understand where you're coming from. But it's just us right now, and what we do best is talk about Honorage. So I think we should just go ahead. Yeah, let's talk turtle, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. 2015 style. Aquamom. Aquamom. It's the episode where we finally get to meet the titular Aquamom herself, Vince's mom. Yes, yes, uh, that's the titular Aquamom. Um, and a, a little surprise later on. Um, Ooh la la. Kind of taking the show, kind of taking the show in a little uh, maybe direction that we didn't gather from the title. Um, what direction what did we gather from the title? Well, that it's definitely about Vince's mom, or at least whoever plays his mom in the movie, which is not the case at all. Um, but that's all you're thinking of. You're thinking about Vince, and you're thinking about Aquaman. But there's maybe a little uh, else. There's more going on. It's a little deep. Under, it's a little deeper than we expected. Under the skin. Thanks to an ingenious plot from E, your favorite character. Oh, E's a genius. He, the way he orchestrates the end game of this episode Machiavellian. is pure brilliance. It's like Le Cercle Rouge, uh, the Mer- Melville film, uh, meets the original Ocean's Eleven. It's just it, the, the way the whole, the elements of it come together, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. Well, this episode is about Vince trying to get a date for the premiere, and they want yes. him to get good PR. And yes. Everyone's saying, like, you can't get some skank to go with you. Yeah, they're being very, very coolly judgmental of how this date selection will affect him uh, on, a, on a publicity level. So they say, no, no skanks, no... Uh, Trollops. Premier wor- she must be premier-worthy, um, and, and so on and so forth. Like, like a lot of very, like, coldly uh, objectifying language. Well, the... It, <laughs> Speaking of objectifying, the whole intro to this season is really off-putting. Uh, yeah, go on. It's very anticlimactic. First of all, we just get them like just sitting on a bench, but it starts off with this girl, this booksome lady, just walking and jiggling along, and the camera just lingers on her, just like you can hear the, the cameraman's lips licking as he this tapes it. Yeah, it's really yeah, gross. Right. And then Turtle yeah. goes, Ten, bro. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. The first line of dialogue in season three is, She's a six from drama. That's what drama says, right? Yeah. They're, um, they're, they're, they're at a cafe or something or a de- uh, restaurant and they're watching all these girls. And apparently they've been giving out um, invitations to the premiere. They had 50 to burn. And they've been just giving, uh, giving invitations to good looking women. With the hopes of getting laid, apparently that night, which seems like a very poor plan. Well, it's it's with it. It's totally. It, it feels like it's in their character for them to do something this stupid. Yeah, uh, I was struck by how, you know, you, you watch shows, you stick with series for a while, and um, the the even if it's like a bad progression, you usually could like watch a show and be like, all right, that's definitely later on in the show's run. We're on season three now, and that could easily have been taken. It could just you could have just show me that scene out of context, and it could have easily been season one, season two. Yeah, it's this, just kind of there. It could have been season one, episode seven, turtle screaming under the table, going, "I don't want no queers in this movie." Yeah, yeah, he he really doesn't want queers or or fours in his movie. Um, and yeah, it was just same old shit with them. It was just really gross and just weird and off-putting. I was because I've got to be honest. I haven't we haven't watched Entourage in a while, and I was very yeah. excited to watch it. I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm gonna chill out, watch Entourage, gonna have a good time, and then it just starts off with just this really gross scene. That's not yeah, funny. Guys, it goes on too it, long. There, there does seem to be some awareness. Uh, I feel like E and E and Vince are kind of like, hey guys, what, what do you you know? I think he makes the joke like, yeah, really classy guys. Like they they point out that it's not acceptable by everyone. 
You know, it's not like all four of them are like, yeah, get her. Like, there seems to be some resistance written into the scene. Um, and, and that turtle and drama are supposed to be like kind of like the douches. But the problem is with that scene, if you know, if E had no shame, he would be doing that completely. Like, if he wasn't right. with Sloan, he would have been doing that completely. So what is that saying about E or... He doesn't do that, though. He would do that if he had no shame. Eh. He's a secret he douchebag. He is, but he does have shame, and that's kind of... That, that, that <laughs> yeah, kind of makes the His difference Catholic shame, like Daredevil. Uh, I don't get the reference, but I, I get the Catholic shame, because, oof, me and priests did not get along well. <laughs> the Pope was in town recently, and, uh, you know, I don't really... I don't really bother with religion that much anymore. I think it's I think it's all nonsense. I think it's all it's all kind of bullshit. Some guy, some guy in the sky telling you how to live your life. I oh, all right. Not Let's really, not get into it. It's not part of the show. I, don't, uh, I really don't. Uh, you know, that's okay. Like, I, I had my first philosophy course when all I was right. eighteen. <laughs> philosophy one hundred and one with Professor okay. McGillicuddy. All right. And uh, okay. he kind of he kind of taught me nihilism. All right. It's n- it's not funny. Me, he told me the greats, Immanuel Kant. People don't come uh, for the show Fred for this. Nietzsche. Okay. And uh, all right, and, uh, you cut know, it. They kind of taught me that you can cut it. You know, anytime. God is God is really a. It's well, how cut this fucking audio. Cut this fucking mic. But yeah, the next scene is uh, they're going to Ari's office for a little powwow meeting. His new office. Mm, new and less good office. Yeah, he's renting some smaller office in a poor neighborhood, and he doesn't have a lot of the amenities that he was used to at his previous office. It's still a pretty nice office. I mean, it's an office space. I've seen worse, but compared to what they had, I mean, now for example, I see an office space too. It's a good movie. There's no, uh, there's no actual like parking structure now. He has like a bowl of quarters that he has, which uh, is set up early and paid off with a very funny visual (laughs) gag uh, a little little later in the episode. Yeah, it's a good gag, both ways. It's a great gag. Yes. Um. And and E and drama come barreling in there. Well, like the, children. Well, first you know. of all, the elevator is broken. Yes. First, signifying how much of this a uh, different place this is from Ari's old office. Right. So they go up, start to go up the stairs, and drama's like, "Oh, we gotta fucking walk. What the fuck is this piece of shit?" And then yeah. Turtle immediately goes, "Get out of my way!" and just runs up the stairs for a big old race. Yes. And then E and Vince like look at each other like, "Why am I not?" And they immediately come out, barreling out, just like charging. Yeah. Yes. And everyone in the office like looks at them like, oh, why are there children in this office? Oh, no, there's a grown man. Well, it's also funny because Turtle's the first one who barrels up the stairs. And I believe he's the last one to come out of the stairs. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that was intentional. It was pretty funny. (laughs) It was, it was. I think he's the first one in, right? He's the first, he and Drama are like the first one charging in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Turtle just like probably like like out of breath, just like a, uh, his basketball jersey just full of sweat. And they, they, they there was like that moment where like they they kind of maybe realized that oh we're around adults now we have to stop doing this and they just kind of like started walking normally like once they were up there I don't know it, it was it was it was funny uh, it, it was something I've seen or been involved with probably when I was like a child where oh fuck adults are watching me now I need to stop fucking around yeah it was a funny joke I don't know. So they run up the stairs. They go into Ari's office for a little powwow. Drama starts hinting at uh, Ari that he wants to get a new agent. And Ari's like, I agree. You should be power. You should be represented by someone you like. And he just walks away like a G. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, um, very funny. Yeah, he leaves him hanging to some degree. And uh, But the actual scene, like the conversation with Vince, it's like same old shit. Vince still doesn't care about anything. He's like, oh, well, whatever. (laughs) Same old shit. Um, New office. I feel like whoever wrote Ari's plot actually paid attention to what happened at the end of season two and stakes and all they went through and and tried to create like a little bit of follow through for that. And whoever was working on the rest of the guy's stuff was totally content with like, oh, let's give him a nicer house. But otherwise, everyone else is the same it's pretty much the same and there's no mention at all of mandy at all no she's gone she's out of sight out of mind which uh you know when you go through a tough breakup sometimes that's the best way to be yeah remember when you went for that breakup eric i do i do it was pretty funny
But anyway, uh, onward and upward. Uh, you know, Ari's freaking out about this movie opening. Ian and Vince are kind of very casual, laid back. Oh, whatever, you'll be fine. You're just you're just overreacting like a like a suit. And um, <laughs> Billy Walsh in the room, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, and and that's that's I guess it. That's you know, Vince needs a date. Everyone, Shauna tells him this. Ari tells him this. By the way, Shauna is pregnant. Shauna's pregnant in this? Yeah, she has a big old pregnant belly in this. Oh, really? I didn't even realize. I was like the first thing. It's like very, there's a shot of them in the radio room uh, with Turtle and Drama. And there's a shot where it's like Shauna's belly is right next to Turtle's face. It's very visible. Is that why she makes, is that why she makes the reference when they're talking about getting dresses? She's like, let's find me a dress to make my tits pop. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a very weird statement. It's still very weird, but I mean, it's. It's not a weird statement. She's she's aware of her sexuality and wants to Announce use it, it for for positive gain. It's weird because they have a very she has like a very maternally uh, maternal patern, pat, maternal yeah that one with Vince yeah. and there's also a lot of element of sexuality to the to, with them. So mm, that's yeah. an interesting flavor. Mm. Me, I like all flavors. Catch <laughs> my drift. I get it. All. But do you think there's something there? Do you think there's like a theme there or something? Like with Vince and Shauna? Not like shipping, idiot. Like adding to the themes of the show. Like they're stunted, grown, uh, stone stunted man children. I think there's something to be said of it. I think Shauna disappears and reappears too conveniently as a character for it to hold like real water. But yeah, I think I think there's something to that. So uh, Vince wants to get uh, his mom to come to the premiere. And he's finally defies a way to get her to come. So he goes and meets up with the DJs, the morning shock jocks from season two again. From yes. 106.6, the big boss room. Mm-hmm. It's They got DJ Boombox on the mix. They got uh, DJ Scritch Scratch on there. And, and one uh, of them has like a tattoo on his head or something. Did you yeah. see that guy with the tattoo on his head? Yeah. <laughs> the Swastika man. No, it's not. It's like script. It's like a name or something, like on his uh, on his head. You didn't really see that. No, I don't, he has like maybe one line. He just has like a couple reaction shots. He doesn't have a line of his own. He just goes. He's just oh, in, yeah. Um, or he damn. Has like a he has like a script on his forehead. Maybe he has like a Drake lyric on his head. I don't think Drake was blown yet. He hadn't blown up yet. He was still no. On he, was, he was very very deep into Degrassi. <sighs> Like he Maybe had a lyric not. from Drake in the wheelchair and just uh, tattooed on his forehead. Maybe that's it. But they, um, this, I guess, I guess it's a hip hop station, right? Yeah, they, uh, it's like the morning DJ's hip hop station. They're always there. They were in their season two. They're annoying back then. And they're annoying yes. now. Um, they're actual DJs. I feel like they, yeah, they, they look have a lot to be. like, a, they're, um, they look like, uh, one of the girls on it looks like one of the girls, uh, Angie Martinez, who does uh, Hot 97 in New York, which is a hip-hop station here, but I don't uh, I don't know if it's the same woman. They just might share a passing resemblance. But, well, uh, we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, I could not fucking care to look up these monsters. So they call Vince's mom from the radio and, you know, kind of like a surprise attack phone call to get her out to LA. She's never been to LA since the guys have been out there. She's terrified of leaving New York. She hasn't left New York in what, like 30 years or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so um, so all of Vince's life, right? Pretty much. We, we, how old did we say they were? 26? Uh, no, they're probably 28, 27, 29, around that very thin age group. Okay. Um, does it work? Does this idea from them work? It works temporarily. Yes. They get her to agree to come down. She's going to go on the flight to the Big Apple, Los Angeles. Fortunately, yep. does not hold. She calls E, no. and she goes, I can't do it, E. I can't do it. Can't do it. I can't do it. I feel in my feelings. I I can't take this flight there. So she says no. She doesn't call Vince. She doesn't have the heart to tell him. She calls E, and she uh, she tells E that she's not coming. And Ede tells Vince. So we get two scenes yeah. of characters telling each other information they already knew. Yeah. It's redundant, well, but bit. it works. Um, all right. Pivoting a little bit, I like to pivot to the Ari plot, which is infinitely more interesting. Um, like I said, the Ari plot 
actually kind of dwells on some of the fallout from season two. We have his office. We have his downgrade of office situation. We have, um, you know, some real, like, financial woes at home. Yeah. Where his, his wife and he are... They're going uh, through a you know, big fight because their financial state is not good. Right. These are um, really good chips, by the way. What kind are they? Uh, wasabi ginger. Lay's. Give us money, Lay's. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, you guys. You know there's a decaying body in here, right? Well, quiet down. Have some of these uh, chips over here. <laughs> no, come on, eat them. <laughs> no, I'm wrong. Eat them. Eat them. Get them in that mouth. Get them in that pink little mouth. Uh, I'm going to turn my mic off. Turn your mic off. Get out of here. I'm trying Let's to see. fucking have a nice meal. And people just keep talking. Hey, Phil, you want some? Oh, I guess you probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Because you're dead. That's not funny. Uh, whatever. Oh, man. My, uh, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. You have until the body gets cold. Just still joke about it. That's my, <laughs> that's my motto. Uh, but this episode is pretty good. Enjoyable rom. Pretty good. Um, We're done? Well... So no, as as I was saying, like Ari and, and his wife fight about, um, you know, finances. There's some real tension going on with them, and uh, there's a she lot of, says something really cold to him at one point. There's a She's lot of like, good uh, digs in this episode. A lot of digs, a lot of. Then she gets her digs in too. We still don't get her name. I know she has a name if you look on her IMDb, but she rarely. She says Ari's name so many times, and he says baby all the time. Ba- so if you really want to talk about like. Like themes and and whatever, um, how the show handles gender and 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 relationships like that. Like you know, you could say that she, you know she's been reduced to like an infantilized uh, sort of space because he calls her baby all the time. He never calls her by her first name. Well, speaking of that, which, yeah. at the beginning of the episode, yeah. where Turtle asks that girl, he goes, "Sweetheart, I got a pass for the premiere for you." Right. Again, not even saying like, "Hey, uh, sorry, I don't know your name. I'm Turtle." Here's a pass to yeah. premiere. Please come see it with me. I would be most honored if you would. And he's not uh, bowing down to her, too, when he does it. So it's really weird. Right. He needs to get on one knee and ask her. Yeah. Um, but that's a stranger approaching a stranger. I don't know. I feel like there might be slightly more leeway with that. Whereas if your wife... I don't I don't. Maybe it's the opposite. I don't know. Maybe it's the opposite. I th- yeah, I think it's the opposite. If it's your wife, I mean, you at least have, like, pet names and stuff like that. If it's a stranger... Yeah. There's no agreed terms here. No one knows each other. We're just two souls passing in the night. Don't call me sweetheart, motherfucker. Right, right. How about, um, Hun? Does Hun work? What, to a stranger? Yeah. No. That's gross. No? Well, what if it's going the other... What if it's like a a waitress? Like an old waitress says it. Or waiter. That's still weird. Still weird? Yeah, I'm not enjoying that. You've never worked in the service industry, have you? No, I, I choose to keep my hands clean. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough when you're working with strangers constantly, and you need like some sort of term of endearment to introduce yourself. Um, with guys, it's easy, buddy, boss. With girls, it's like, what do you say? You can't say buddy. If you say ma'am, it's it's it, it condescending. Old. Huh? Condescending. No, it just indicates old. Everyone everyone says if you say ma'am to a, a woman under like forty, even older, even o- older than forty. Isn't this it good? Indicates- why not Miss? I guess Miss works. I've, I've, That's I've pretty universal. the same reaction from You'd be surprised. Like, what, like Miss. What's what's insensitive about that? I don't think anything, but some say, oh, Miss. Oh, what am I, an old lady? Like, I've gotten that before. Really? So, yeah. From Miss? Yep. <sighs> At least you're not saying Miss is. So it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Some now, guys your struggle, like huh? Some guys don't like to be called Sir. They feel that that's too old. So... Yeah, your struggle. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Let me cry a, t- a tear for you. You should. I am. So um, don't choke on the I mean, peanut. I know the guys, the guys at Quiznos, they all know me by first name, so they don't They don't need to... We could dispense with the awkwardness, because they all know me by first name. But they went before they did. They used to say, hey, buddy, or hey, hey chief, things like that. Our big boy. Uh, big boy, yeah. Uh, James Woods. Star of this episode. Big cameo. 
reasonably relevant because he was kind of had like a little bit of shitty uh, publicity. Have you pay, have you paid any attention to that? Uh, no. Did he say something racist again? Uh, no, not racist, but like after this um, this shooting in Portland or in Oregon, rather, um, he kind of joined the side of the like. Oh, this is all targeting Christian people, and he and he kind of started ranting about how, oh well, if this, you're not hearing this, uh, you know, from the mainstream media because it was targeting Christians. Da, 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 da. I, as of now, I don't know if there's any strong evidence to indicate that this shooting had anything to do with uh, religious uh, affiliation. But he's very hard, you know, coming out on. Oh well, of course the mainstream media isn't reporting on this aspect of it because they were Christian. But well, he sounds like an asshole. He does, but I really enjoyed him in this. Yeah, he's great. I thought he was hilarious, and he had the um, the moment I mentioned earlier with the bowl of quarters, where he just kind of reaches in and takes a big, handful big of quarters, like six, six, seven dollars worth of quarters, and just shoves them into his pocket. The whole reason he's called in, um, they kind of work his cameo somewhat into like the C story, which very well. Yeah, it felt for, organic. For, for Ari, for a throwaway, uh, excuse me, for a throwaway drama and turtle uh, story arc. They kind of work this cameo into it, and it's pretty good. Basically, uh, they they need two more invites to invite these two girls. They call them video hoes uh, at the Classy. radio station. Yes. Uh, right. it's, well, they um, meet them at the radio station, and they're two lovely ladies, and drama's just staring with a mouth agape like a cartoon grin, like, what? Right. And the girl's like, what the fuck are you staring at? Yeah. And then, but they turn out to be interested. Somehow. Yeah, they're like joking, or, or like because they see with just this joking. Famous guy. I don't, right. Like, um, that's a weird joke, lady. It's not funny. So they burn through fifty invitations, and suddenly they're these final two. They need two more uh, to invite these two girls, which apparently are a sure thing. The first fifty they gave out are not sure things. So they go back to Lloyd and Ari and ask for two more invites and. Ari just says, oh, take him from James Woods. He doesn't use all of his anyway. Turns out James Woods does need his, and he's not okay with that. So he actually drives over to Vince's house. Well, before drives. that, they get on the phone with Drama and Turtle. And all right. Lloyd makes a big error here. For some reason, he has the phone on speaker for yeah. everyone to hear. I don't understand why he did that. Cause it's yeah, v- it's I mean, very specific for just that plot convenience. Yeah, it was it was like a Prometheus, like a, an otherwise intelligent character behaving very stupidly uh, for to advance this plot because. Or like uh, Lost, when uh, Saeed just does whatever he wants in season six, and no one seems to bat an eye. Yeah, right. He just he's he's suddenly evil for for three episodes or something. Um, but Lloyd, who's been established as pretty competent and and good at his job and knows what the hell he's doing and and educated guy, has this lapse as an assistant where he has. He has both parties who are in conflict and somehow puts the – like instead of just dip, like mediating this, isolating this and mediating it that way, he kind of has speakerphone on so they could hear each other and it's just – But the thing is James fast. Wood's not responding to any of this. He's just listening. It's doing. Right. He's just sitting there listening while drama tells him to fuck off and I don't give a shit about his ticket. Da, 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 we don't care. Um, while he and, he and Turtle are playing video games or something. <laughs> They're playing like uh, The Sims 3. Is that where they're playing? I don't know. I'm assuming. <laughs> I think they're playing Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Which edition? I don't know. There's like a left. Magna Come Larry? That's Turtle's favorite game. Like before he like got porn, like he played Leisure Suit Larry and jerked off to it. Magna Come Larry is Turtle's favorite game of all time. Is that one of them? Magna Come Larry? Uh, I think there's also Box Office Larry, maybe. There's a lot. There's there's really. I think there's like eight there. or nine. Yeah, you might be right. They're probably playing the old, uh, the very old uh, DOS games or whatever. The hell is that? DOS, Macintosh. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, right. You right. boot it for your floppy disk, so they had an emulator in their PS3. Oh, PS2. You could go to these. You could go to these like software conventions back in the day, and you buy like these like CD-ROMs that had like 80 games on them, and they were all like DOS games. It was like Doom, Wolfenstein, every fucking shitty ripoff of those games, and then usually like a few other things. And then like Leisure Suit Larry. And Leisure Suit Larry is buried on there, hopefully, if, if you got lucky. If you got the naughty adults-only version. <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry, great game. Check it out. Um, so James Woods actually comes to the house. He drinks a Starbucks cup, and he kind of just tosses it on which the property. Which is a great which moment. Nice. I'm like, 
it's I like, that was a funny little visual detail. Well, I don't know if that was scripted uh, or not. Like, did James would like has a coffee cup with him? Was like, hey, should I just throw this? Yeah, it's really grand, it's a really organic, funny gag. Yeah, yeah, too much. Like the show doesn't do enough stuff like that. So I'm thinking, I'm inclined to believe it was just J- uh, Jamie, Jim's, uh, Jimmy Woods, Jim uh, James Woods, yeah, Jimmy Boy Woods. Uh-huh. So he comes to the door. He calls a uh, turtle and drama. And it's always weird and unsettling for me to hear a celebrity like of James Woods uh, status saying turtle or drama. It just seems yeah, it's so like, weird. It legitimizes them in like a way that you, they shouldn't be. <laughs> like they don't call him like a first name or a last name very rarely. Like they don't yeah, go like on- Johnny or uh, like John or Johnny D. It's always Salvatore. drama. Right. And he's just calling them. He's like, yeah. I like my tickets, please. And then... Turtle and Drama are conferencing by the video uh, telecom that's uh, calling Jim's Woods. And then they're like, "Yeah, no. Yeah, they're just fucking with him. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure, like, the back door is open. Like, all he, all Jimmy Woods really has to do is go around the house and, like, walk right in. Well, it was also weird because the gate was open, too. Yeah, right. The gate was open. Yeah, right. Just to get in, like, why would the gate be open? Yeah. That seems like a lapse in judgment from everybody. Yeah, it probably, like, unlocks automatically. You'd probably have to, like... I mean, I'm, I'm sure it relocks automatically after someone leaves in that kind of neighborhood. So yeah. to, for it to be kept propped open like that, it probably required more work than to... Well, Turtle probably yeah, kept it open. Uh, like, he got too high one time and just, like, if I was coming. Yeah, the, the the fire department, like, probably left it open after he almost burned down the house the previous time he got high. And uh, they just kind of, for security mer- purposes so people could exit, they just said, all right, we're going to leave this open. Let us know once you're got your well, we didn't mention we'll we didn't mention during the web series in the between season two and season three that he does burn the house down, the previous house, Jesse Alba's house. Yes. And he's found vomiting on the yard alone. Right, right. We kind of we, we kind of went over that. We kind of alluded to that in one of our uh, segments last season, but we didn't actually establish it as canon. We didn't get into it. Yeah. So yeah, their big their big hoodwinking of Jimmy Woods is they they just give him the envelopes with nothing in it, like which is a very bad plan because first thing you do when you get the envelope, you're not gonna you're gonna expect it, see what's inside. Yeah, especially after all the resistance they put up. Like you're, you, the first thing you would do. Would be oh let me look in here make sure they're not fucking with me, and but no he just kind of walks back, and just like E's plan is very Machiavellian and genius, and, but nothing comes of this like it's like they, the worst that happens is that Wood sees drama at the premiere later on and like really like aggressively like gives him like a noogie like there's like no joke where uh, James Woods can't get in at all so like yeah, how is he getting right. in the seats are taken well I feel like he got in but he need like he need like I wasn't clear like. He he's in the movie. He's in Aquaman apparently. So there's is no he? way he doesn't get in. No, I think he's yeah, just getting he tickets. That. Who was he in Aquaman? He was like that. That's what he was talking about. That was like the joke. I think he was like he was being interviewed by someone in the beginning of that scene where he's like, "Oh, well, my character is the undersea something or other. I'm a corrupt businessman, whatever." And I'm pretty sure he was the villain in Aquaman. That's kind of amazing. I'm really happy with Aquaman now that I actually came into a movie. I think that's what he was talking Unless he just was... Unless they're just like, all right, plug this random movie just so you have something to say on the red carpet before this scene starts. Unless it's that. I don't know. No, I, I think he's probably the villain then. That makes sense. Because he never did reveal man. the villain. That's usually a yeah. big thing in superhero movies, the villain of it too. Yeah. Like, who's going to be the new villain in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie? We're all excited. Oh, no, that hasn't been announced yet? No, it's uh, rumored to be Howard the Duck. The villain? Yeah. No, you're fucking with me. Uh, no, he's gonna get the co- new cosmic stone. Seriously? Yeah. Right. He's getting the time gem, right. and he's gonna try to stop them from ever existing. So he's gonna go back in time and <laughs> go to the conception of Star Lord. I don't buy this. But well, let me finish. He's yeah, going to I go to conception. It, it's in the comic books. It's the immortal uh, Howard the Duck storyline versus Guardians of the Galaxy, where he goes back in time right. and jumps in the way of the semen blast. That uh, comes into Star Lord's mom, and he's able to stop the of Star Lord. And Howard Duck has steam in his eyes, and he screams, "Oh, that was a sticky situation." <sighs> so that's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Up or how- Where does the semen blast come from? It comes from the father. 
the spaceman just like just naturally from it from his normal reproductive system uh no his uh, it comes from his eyeballs that's how oh, his species okay. uh makes love no that that's what he says that. before he was eating a lot of he had a lot of hot sauce a lot of hot sauce oh, yeah. that'll that'll probably do nice and spicy and tangy yeah that's... and howard says it himself <sighs> I don't think Howard Duck is going to be the villain of the. Uh, I'm of pretty the sure they wouldn't just. Uh, sure they wouldn't have him in the after credit scene in the first one for nothing. Maybe just to fuck around, like to wink at the audience. Why would they do that? They clearly want to get a plot advancement. I don't know. I, I have a hard time buying that one. All right. Well, you know what? Latino Report doesn't lie for nothing. <laughs> um. What else? Um, sorry, semen blasts. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. I, I kind of took everything off the rails a minute. Uh, James Woods isn't the villain at all in this. He's a, just a guy trying to get tickets that he was owned that are until, entitled to him. And J- Johnny and uh, Turtle are just horrible assholes going like, "We're gonna get two tickets for these broads," and it's like, "Well, why are we happy that they're doing this? They're just being assholes." And the girls show up to the premiere. Like, if you were going to a premiere with someone, unless you had invites in hand, I don't see what, like, why, why would you feel comfortable enough just showing up to the front door of the premiere, which these girls did, expecting to be let in? Like, if you were, if they're really serious on inviting you, they would either pick you up and you'd go together, or you would have those invites in your hand before anything. So, Which, by the way, still, Turtle and uh, Drama are assholes for inviting in the first oh, place. Totally. Not telling totally. them advanced, like, Hey, we don't get the ticket. Sorry. Right. Totally. Um, just it's it's another like little plot contrivance, like to get them at the door. You know, they have just to, to explain be... in a way like, oh yeah, sorry, we forgot about these people. Yeah, and they have that little like. But to be fair, like, are the they fuck? really people? <laughs> What's that? I said to be fair, are they really people? That's that's true. Are they equals have... on the levels of turtle and drama? I don't think so. I don't know. We don't have any uh, hard proof of that. Hard proof, get it? Hard proof, at least. Girl drama have uh, have penises, they have reproductive organs. Yeah. Um, the big Machiavellian plot by E, which isn't bad. Not a bad, not a bad, not a bad little twist at the end there. Vince's mom is out, and then they're kind of like talking things over, and apparently Vince's mom gets jealous. She's like, she doesn't like to be left out of things, right? That's like basically the thrust. Well, I thought she. I thought they were just getting the moms for support for her to go on the plane, because she's going by herself. That's why I thought the idea was. Oh, I thought it was more like, oh, these other moms are coming. She doesn't want to be left out, so she, of course she has to come now. I don't know. You know what I mean? I get. I get it. That Whatever. makes kind of sense. It's stupid yeah, um, either way. It's pretty stupid. I didn't think it was bad. It, it was a little last. You know, as far as shoehorning some character development into this character we just met for like three minutes on a phone call. Um, I didn't think it was that bad, kind of bringing it all together and providing a solution for this episode's problem. Um, I'm watching this and I'm like, it would be so compelling right now if on her way to LA, Vince's mom died. (laughs) Like, uh, all of a sudden a reporter goes like, Vince, your mom's plane, uh, went down over Kansas. There were no survivors. And then at the end, um, and then at the end, E like takes a phone call by himself and um no one else is around he makes sure no one's listening and he's like yes and you just hear this like warped voice and it's like the deed has been done right on schedule and he goes thank you mr president (laughs) and then the episode closes right exactly (laughs) so um i don't know i like not in that obviously not that uh like in that conspiratorial sort of fashion but i I kept thinking like you would have a chance for some sort of dramatic juice if something bad happened at the peak of Vince's like success, career. like riding high. Yeah, to sort of kind of recontextualize something. the season or what he was going to do or how he was going to bounce back from it. Something. Um, obviously, I've seen this before. I knew that wasn't going to happen, but there were like a couple moments. I'm like, it's all. I could see how it might be setting it up for like a tragedy. Like they don't talk as much. She never comes out. They got to go through all this. You know, uh, this gobbledygook all this gobbledygook to get her out and finally she agrees to it and it's not really what she's comfortable with and so on and so forth. I'm like, this is like kind of priming it up for a death. If this were like Grey's Anatomy or something, this she would be dead. Like they start playing uh, Coldplay's Fix You. 
as soon as they hear Coldplay the news. Fix You or like About Today or uh, something, something like that. About Today. Which they did play on Grey's Anatomy once. Oh, no. Yeah. Like Ugh. before, yeah. Like a while before The Fighter or what the fuck was that movie? The f- yeah, Southpaw. Fighter. No, it's not Southpaw. The Fighter. Before Southpaw even did it. <laughs> Wait, Southpaw did it too? Whatever, the Thomas Hardy one. Yeah, Southpaw. Yeah, Southpaw. They uh, before they did it before that that kind of like oh the wrestler I kind of hear the wrestler right yeah the wrestler the uh, the wrestler man you ever see a uh, one armed man walking down the street that one armed man is me and then you see me walking down the street I'm a wrestler my name is Bruce Springsteen not a bad song it's a good song. Not a bad song. I don't like the Very I don't like song. the highly produced version of it though. There's like a really bad like highly produced version like a, of it. Like and a it's studio like, version or like yeah. a full band? No, it's not even a full band. It's just kind of like like trying to be quiet, but it's got too many instruments going on at once. So there's one on the wrestler soundtrack, and there's one on like the working on the dream album, probably yeah. right that he re-recorded. It's yeah. just so much better with just acoustic uh, song of it. It's beautiful. So E gets all the moms to show up, and E's mom is played by Patty. Arbonville of New York Undercover fame. Do you remember that show? No. Nope. 90s? No. Nope. No. No one no one from that show is in anything now I don't think. I wonder why. Um I don't know who they got to play the other mo- the other moms, but I I vividly recognize this one woman as like a character actor from some things in like the 90s. And she played E's mom. And that's about all I got. Uh they go to premiere, everyone has a good time at the end. Go to premiere, good time. Um, and I guess what's Eminence next front. for the guys? Come on, Eminence front. Oh, and I guess they don't get laid either. That's what they're. That's what they got upset about. They don't get laid. They only have the fifty that they already invited to choose from, and hopefully they find they could rein in the worst parts of their personality for like twenty minutes. Convince one of these girls that they are not sociopaths. Come on, honey. All your friends are getting fucked. Why aren't you fucking me? Right. I mean, it's still not a lost, an entire lost cause of them if they somehow manage to hide the worst parts of their personality for an evening. Maybe. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see if that happens. Maybe they pull it out. Maybe they pull it out. Um, and that's really it. There's no real cliffhanger to this. It's just like everything is kind of working out and Ari and his wife are kind of like putting their grief aside. Oh, yeah, you lent, you, you're lending me a lot of money. Da, 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 da. Um, but we're gonna get through it, and so on and so forth. The end. The end. Good at any any insults of this week. I can't any remember notice. them at the moment, but that was funny. Um, Mrs. Gold had one, uh, and she said something along the lines where they're they're arguing about money, and she says something along the lines of, um, "I wouldn't feel comfortable until I saw that the life insurance check didn't bounce." <laughs> yeah, that was a great insult. That was that was probably the best one of the week for me. That's the only one I bothered to write down. Ari can't even come back um, from that. He's just like so distraught. Yeah. Like she's like, oh, um, she burnt me. Yeah. Um, and there's a funny moment where they're kind of uh, bickering about money again. And the neighbor comes by like walking his dog. And Ari's like, I heard worse things come from your wife's mouth, Ted. And I don't know, little keeping up with the Joneses type of humor. Um, <laughs> I think that's all I got. What would you rate this episode? I'd probably give like a B. B? Yeah, it's solid. Out of B out of five? Be out of six. Be out of six. Be six. Um, Suck my battleship. <laughs> it didn't seem like you liked it that much. What did you like about it? Because you, you it was hated pretty, the first scene. Uh, well, it's the only scene I really hated. It was just pretty much uh, even killed the whole way through. It, like moved pretty quickly. It had a lot of good jokes. I wasn't bothered too much in it. Okay. So good. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll go middle to good. I liked it. Um, I don't think I was bothered by the first scene as you were. I feel like it was done early enough, and it's so status quo for the show that I didn't. It didn't immediately strike me as that out of the ordinary or that unprecedented. But um, I really liked the James Wood stuff, and I really liked the Ari stuff. I really loved how the Ari stuff felt more of an extension and more of like a all right, we're going to kind of commit to this character and do something with him, and and kind of give a shit about what happened to him at the end of the previous season, to where. What I did like about this episode almost entirely comes from Ari, um, Ari's stuff. And, and it was a sweet little final note to have the moms come in and so on and so forth. Right, we got to do an ad? I think so. I mean, we should. We're still on contract, technically. Yeah, we should. I mean, Devilberg isn't going to be happy with us yeah. anyway. So 
We should probably do the ad. Keep, we should get out of here soon. He's fucking smelling now. No, we'll get him out. Phil, you all right? Yeah, he's all right. Let's, uh, let's do an ad. here for bomb and tom in the morning uh unfortunately we don't have the tape they're supposed to play for that uh they did, apparently did a whole bunch of advertisements so we're gonna have to make it up on the spot for those who don't know bomb and tom in the morning is the bob dylan and tom Waits show that plays every morning on uh milk nerd radio uh so we'll be doing an approximation eric and i of what we think the show sounds like we haven't listened to it before but we're pretty sure we nailed it uh, Eric, you ready? Yeah, let, let's do it. Hey, you're listening to Bob in time in the morning. It's me, Bob Dylan. It's 6 a.m. and I'm stuck inside of Mobile with my best friend, Tom Waits. Yeah, how's it going, Bob? I'm here and I think about the time when I was in Memphis and I was I ordered a chartreuse neat from the bartender and... Dame walked into the room and and she gave me a little little of the old eyes and I gave her the eyes right back and tipped my chartreuse glass to her and I gave her the eyebrows and she gave me the lower eyebrows, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Sounds like you found yourself a rainy day woman. Yeah, she was rainy. She was rainy upstairs and down the way. Like, um, but, uh, you know, that's not to get too off color in the morning. I know it's early. A lot of people got their coffee and cigarettes. They're going to work. I got mine. I'm puffing away. You know, you know how I always do in the morning with you here, Bob. It's good to have you here. Well, it's time to do our first segment of the day. We're going to do our impersonations of each other. You ready for this time? Yeah, let's let's go ahead. All right, let me let me get into character for you. I'm time. Is that is that really how you see me? Downtown train. <clears throat> I'm not I'm not gonna really I'm not gonna take that to heart. I, I realize that most of what comes out of your mouth is, uh, is is from a good place, so I'm not really gonna hold you down to it too much. But uh, I'm not I'm not gonna do you the disservice of of impersonating you right now. And you can hear that all and more on Bob and Tom in the morning on Milk Nerd Radio. Ah, boy, another tough day at the studio. Another tough day. I knew it was something I needed to do, but I'm glad. Extra, uh, extra, read all about it. Hamburglar sentenced to death. I mean, that was a weird day. You going to India? Our problems with the studio, uh, like the death that occurred today. But, you know, I think things are going to be okay now. Evo comes out as Jewish. Eh, it's all uphill for us. It's uphill. I mean, we have this contract to worry about, but I'm sure Devilberg will just forgive us. Yeah, hot yeah. and turtle host and hot legal water. What? Hang on. Wait, what? Newsboy. Get over here. Get over here. Come over here. Oh, uh, well, well, well. Look who it is again. Newsboy, speak. Jesus, haven't you heard? Heard what, boy? You've been served. What? Has this been a long con? What? How did you... Hey, come back here. He's already walked away. He's gone. What does it say? Is this for my fucking parking tickets? Is this because we killed Phil? Oh, shit. We are in breach of contract with the I was sweating bullets for a second. Oof. Yeah. Wait, it's what do you mean serious. we killed Phil? What? Huh? I mean, no, no. I mean, he's dead. I thought we were going to be held responsible for it. That's the thought. When's our court date? Uh, our court date starts uh, tomorrow. Well, I guess we better get our fanciest suits ready because talking about turtles going to court. Yep. And guess who's representing us legally? Matlock. You.
I got milk coming out my dick. <laughs>